You are listening to Before Anyone Else, moving to another country with your partner, featuring Joy Fajardo. episode of before anyone else i'm keith follow us on social media our instagram is at bay podcast where you'll find new episode alerts memes polls and you can even slide into our dms with your audience questions we're also collecting listener feedback on our website baypodcast.com so on today's episode of bay podcast we have joy fajardo i know we've worked together for for a bit now but you know, our listeners, they don't really know who you are. So who are you? You know, what do you do? And, you know, why, why are we having this podcast episode today? Hey, Keith. And uh, to all the viewers, my name is Joy, uh, Joy Fajardo. Um, and I'm working as part of a marketing team. And we're pretty new in Canada. Me and my husband, Kiko, as people call him. I think I wanted to have you on here because I think you have an interesting story of coming to Canada. But also a lot of people don't think about, um, you know, if you were to come personally, it's it's kind of different if you come with someone else, especially when you're in a relationship. And I wanted to ask you some questions around that. But before we do, I want to understand also your your relationship history, maybe even in general. Uh, Maybe we can start there. Basically, me and my husband are high school sweethearts. You know, in high school, there are a lot of fun activities. Um, there are club memberships and all those fun stuffs. So he was a member of the band and I was part of the dance troupe. So music is something we have in common. Of course, we have different uh, genres, but uh, besides that, we are also same uh, serving the same church. And basically, I'm a reader and he's an altar server. So anyway, we've been together since 2004. Then just a few years after we have graduated, he decided to work on a cruise while I work in Singapore. So we've been in a long distance relationship for about a year. And then after that, he tried his luck and eventually found his work in Singapore. So we reside there for about four years. Along the way, he proposed to me and we settled and got married. And the day we got married is actually our 14th anniversary. So originally you are from what country? Um, We are both from Philippines, from the same hometown. It doesn't sound like, you know, Canada is the only place you came to. But you said having to go on a cruise in Singapore. Um, How did you come up with that sort of idea? Is there like a a backstory before that? Was Singapore your main choice or was like, what was the the thought process behind getting to there? Um, Basically all along, Canada is really my dream country. Uh, My uncle moved here maybe while I was in the fourth grade. So in my head, it started from there. But um, Singapore has been just a stepping stone. I mean, don't get me wrong. Singapore is really a very nice country. You know, it's very clean. It's like a coexistence of nature and modern architecture. You'll see um, like birds, squirrels, even bats in the middle of the city. So it's really a very beautiful country. But then... um, 
I don't think it's just the right fit for me, especially since we are both, you know, planning for the future. And if you have kids, even if, say, for example, me and my husband got our permanent residence there, our kids' status is not really guaranteed. So I think that's the biggest thing for me that really draws me out of Singapore. But besides that, it was really a great country. Yeah, so like I, I've definitely went to Singapore. I think Singapore, Singapore is, especially for food, there's so many different mix of foods. And I like how you said there's that, um, you know, they have that, uh, you have the city, but it's like a, a country. It's like a, um, you have the, the nature side of it. It's beautiful. But I think it's more for like a vacation uh right. area. it's like great but i i do feel home at um here in canada so it does make sense why you came here what i'm curious is you had this dream of coming to canada but for your for your husband has that been his dream to also come or w- what's the story there that's an interesting question actually no um he was dead set at that time that we're going to save in Singapore, save some money in Singapore. And eventually when the right time comes, he's planning to move back in our hometown in the Philippines. So no. So he, he was sort of dead set on growing up in Singapore, uh, having a family there. Is that, is that what you're, what he was thinking? No. Um, he wants it. Uh, he wanted to just save first and then afterwards go back to the Philippines. So how did you, how did you bring up the conversation that did he always know that you wanted to go to Canada and, you know, we'll take care of it later? Or did you have to convince him and come up with this idea? How did you kind of deal with that? I guess because, um, you know, sometimes guys have this um, like masculine attitude, you know? Yeah, <laughs> right. Of so before we got married, he was very sure he wants to go home. And I do not want to really disagree with him because at the end of the day, who, who wouldn't want to go home, right? So I too, I'm okay to go home. But whenever that conversation is up, I'll just agree with him. Like I never, I never disagree. So on the back of my mind, I know that he knows that I want to come to Canada, but I am not imposing it on him. So I, I kind of give him the freedom to think about it first, you know, but I, I, I don't know. I really don't want to push him to do something he doesn't want to. And I guess that's, um, you know, that's an that's another thing when you're in a relationship. It has to be always consensual. So there was one point when he asked me, um, why would you really want to migrate to Canada? You know, so I, I guess that's constantly agreeing with him, led him to think about it even more. So that's that's how we started our conversation about moving to Canada. And then I just told him that, you know, Singapore is good, but for a family, it's not really that great. And then he said, that's why. That's why the plan is to go back home, right? But then again, I was like, uh, you know, we always see news and crimes happening all over Philippines. So I don't want my children, my future children to experience the same. So I was like, definitely Canada is a is a dream country for me. So that's when he started thinking about it. So when you when he started thinking about it, um, how did you folks sort of start um planning towards like you know you're in a relationship it's not just you joy that is 
in this relationship, he, you have to also consider what he's considering. Did you folks like, I, I'm just kind of whiteboarding here, but did you do like a pro con list or did you like, how did you actually, um, start thinking, okay, this is serious. Uh, let's start planning towards uh, doing this. We don't really have like a very definite plan during that time. It was like when, when he saw things on my perspective and he agreed that, yeah, I do have a point in our mind. It's still very tough to come to Canada. Now we both want to come to Canada, but we know that it's not that easy. Right. So for us, it's like, OK, we can try. If it happens, then it's for us. If it doesn't, then it's not for us. So it's like um, uh, and uh, another big thing about it, I guess, is really I'm not so sure if a lot of, of course, I, I, I respect everyone's beliefs and all. But for us, faith is really a very big thing. So we believe in, you know, just pray. F- we prayed for it. Whatever, whatever comes is what's best for us. And to be honest, after I, after he agreed that, OK, we can we can try. We can consider coming to Canada. He's the one who do most of the work. I didn't even do a lot of job in trying to figure out what's the pathway to come here. If you're going to ask me now what's, you know, how to come to Canada, you better ask my husband, you know. It's funny, though, because you were the one with the dream. And then now he's kind of getting excited, too, as well, um, mm-hmm. that he actually wants to come. And you, it's, you're right. The When it comes to relationships or even just anything in general, dealing with people, people aren't going to really change. It's going to be something that they have to do and become accustomed to so like you said it's i would say it's like you kind of respect his choice and because you saw that and now he's also trying to understand you know why do you want to come to canada he's starting to see that okay this is a good idea and then on top of that now he's excited to come and now everything makes sense and it's cool that he's kind of thinking of the future of his family and the relationship too um so was there even before all of this kind of came into play were you afraid of anything happening between the two of you if you came to Canada or like it would be a strain on your relationship like this whole process is it's not an easy process like you said right were you worried at any time that um, anything would happen between the two of you from a relationship standpoint because it sounds stressful right it is it is and to be very frank I've been a part of a lot of different forums and groups and I've been hearing like couples coming here as couples and then separating afterwards. Mm -hmm. So that's really kind of a scary thing for me. And moving is really a big thing, but we've tried, we, we, we have experienced moving from Philippines to Singapore. So another move doesn't really scare me. What really I think scares me the most is trying to kind of relate again to another type of, uh, not really another type, but another culture, I guess. So yeah, I, I don't know what to expect when I came here. I never heard of PEI until PEI have given us the nomination to to reside here. So yeah, it's 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 really the, you know, the things that we don't know of when we come here. That's what really scares us. So when you move from the Philippines to Singapore, what were some of the worries you had doing that? Once again, like you kind of mentioned with going from Canada, uh, Philippines to Canada, a lot of couples would break up, etc. From Philippines to uh, Singapore, did you have similar 
concerns or were you scared about anything when it comes to the relationship that he would like it wouldn't work out between you like what what kind of stories or anything would you have around that I imagine myself going back to when I was moving from Philippines to Singapore we've been in a long distance relationship for a year before he followed me in there so the biggest thing that I'm afraid of during that time is third party I I, I think uh I mean, when it comes to relationship, I think most of the things are forgivable, <laughs> except for that one. I mean, you know, I'm seeing my husband as someone who's and I'm telling this to my friend. He's like, he's too good to be true. And I prayed for him so, so hard and so long. So I was like, yeah, he's too good to be true. And it scares me because, you know, if he made a mistake, if he do if he did cheat on me, I don't know how I would react on that. And I don't know if that's for if I will be able to forgive him or, or, or things like that. And also another thing is the danger, the danger itself of losing someone because he's working in a cruise. Yeah, that's a that's a good point. I, I actually didn't think of that. He was in Singapore first or were you you're in Singapore first? I am in Singapore first. And then he followed me after a year. So while I was in Singapore for a year, he was in a cruise. And then he came to Singapore with you for a bit. Uh, is that correct? Initially, he just wants to come for a visit. But um he managed to find a work within a month's time and secure his work permit and all those stuffs. So he was like, OK, I'm going to quit my job. I'm going to stay here. When you got there, was everything 100 percent OK or did you have any issues kind of um, come up, you know, being in a different country? There's a lot of things I don't know about him. And I realized that when we are in Singapore, because we lived in the same house. So during that time, we are already, well, I think more than nine years together. But when we leave in the same house, you'll realize you'll, you, you know nothing about that man. You know, you know, you, you wouldn't know that he is a very... Like fixing the bed has to be has his own ways of doing things, you know, it's a very different experience to know a guy and to live with a guy in the house. So um, initially we have a lot of conflicts when it comes to, you know, how things are done. Who decides on what? You know, I'm a very dominant lady. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, initially, I was very hard headed and I always wants to decide on things. And then, you know, a lot of my friends, my parents, my my family initially talked to me and said, you know, you're very lucky to have that guy, but you cannot be the, the man of the house. You have another man in the house now because I used to be the breadwinner in the family. So I'm very used to trying to boss people around, tell what I'm the decision maker, basically. Up until now, it it's really a hard thing to let go of. There's a lot of things that I want to get my way. But yeah, I'm slowly getting the hang of it and making him more involved, I guess. And, and, you know, as I've mentioned in the beginning, I try to give him more of you know, the, the, the decision, this is what I want, but let me know what you want. And then we'll see if, you know, w w which one is better. So I'm more open now into knowing I'm, I'm open to compromising. It's because you have two 
people in the relationship. It's not just you, right? <laughs> right. Um, it, it, it's uh, it kind of goes back to that the interesting idea of coming to Canada. Yeah, he wasn't on board first, but you kind of respected that. Um, and without respect in a, in a relationship, it's not going to be uh, a fulfilling relationship. So it, it's sort of interesting because when you were in the Philippines and realizing all this and getting to understand him, how long were you in, sorry, uh, in Singapore? How long were you in Singapore for? I've been in there for five years and he was four years. When you brought up that conversation again of uh, coming to, to Canada, do you think you could have had that conversation in the the philippines as in like did you become more mature while you were in singapore not saying because you were in singapore but because you were getting older because now you were living together do you think it would have been an easy conversation to have when you were younger or was it easier i'll i i think we had that conversation in the perfect time because even then there's you know there's a few conflicts sometimes when we are while we are young, we tend to speak a lot of harsh things. I think if we had that conversation earlier on, it might have been very messy. So I think we had that conversation in the right time. Um, and I learned how to agree during that time. And I think, I mean, uh, that's probably the secret sauce for me. You have to agree before you disagree. Even if I disagree with him, I'd say, yeah, you're right. But, you know, you always try to agree first. Make sure that because everyone has, you know, when I say that it's sour and he say that it's sweet, it doesn't mean that it's not sweet. Maybe, you know, people have different perspective about everything. And he always your partner would always have a point. It's just how you two would converse, how you two would express how you felt. So I think we had the conversation in the right time in the sense that we are both mature enough to think about it before saying yes or no. And even during that time, he said no. I know that when I agreed to him, he's thinking about it. So I don't need to, you know, say harsh stuff, you know, you know, just to convince him to come. So I think, yeah, I, I'm very happy with how our conversations went, with how we decide, how we planned it all. So I think everything is just falling into pieces in the right time. Yeah, that's actually a, a very good point, because, um, yeah, if you were immature, you wouldn't be able to to have a, a mature conversation about something that needs a mature individual because you're going to a completely different country, completely different culture, lifestyle. And if you weren't at that position, you're not going to have um, those kind of things. Do you, do you think you would have, uh, done anything differently? Um, any discussion that has come up between the two of you or the way you've done something differently within your relationship, um, while coming to Canada, anything like that? You know, Keith, you wouldn't believe it, but I, I think I like the way <laughs> everything falls into its places. So I'm one of those, um, people that are super blessed. And I believe that I don't have a perfect life, um, but my husband, I think, is making he's really trying so hard to make it perfect. As I've mentioned earlier, he's really 
you know, too good to be true. We're not rich. You know, we're not rich. We're living paycheck to paycheck. We do not have a huge savings account. But for some reason, we're kind of making it work. And maybe as an advice as well from I'm not so sure if I'm that you know, person to give advice. But I feel like for people who are not kind of happy in their relationships, and I read this from somewhere as well, it is actually better to commit yourself 100% to the wrong person or even career rather than just 50% to the right one. And once you really commit into something, you have to help them achieve their full potential. And personally, I don't think that there's really the right person It's really about the commitment. So whatever you have right now, my husband can be lousy, but I can make him the, you know, I look at, I look up at him as if he's a perfect guy. Um, And because of, I, I feel that because of that, I'm making him feel a bit more confident about himself and, you know, just supporting him in whatever he wants to accomplish in life, basically. A lot of the decisions you're making right now, especially coming to Canada or even going to Singapore, et cetera, it takes like mature individuals to do that. And I think that's the very first thing. And part of being mature is being able to respect each other, even if you have your flaws, right? Or if you're not like humans, like you said, aren't going to be perfect. So why expect that? Obviously, if your partner is you know, not willing to respect you, obviously that's not the good person for you. But if you both respect yourselves, you'll be able to, you know, carry on this relationship and make these um, large decisions. And it, it seems like you have to be really mature to even start considering this. My question for you, um, if we're talking about like some advice, I think you're qualified, first of all, even though you said <laughs> no, I think you're pretty qualified to give some advice because you at least have gone through it and you seem like you're in a loving relationship where you both respect each other and you're very mature. Um what are some things that you should consider? And maybe we can start with this. Is there a certain type of relationship you should be in or a certain stage in the relationship you should be in before you consider moving to a a completely different country? When you are ready to get married, if say, for example, you're not yet married, when you're ready to get married, if you know that he's really the one, you'll not break up, you know, because as for me, I, I, I am the, I am the type of person who will, you you do something I don't want. I can just easily break up with you. I can find someone else. You know, that's my thinking when I was still young. But then again, when when it comes to a point that I know that he's the guy, no matter what, he's going to be my guy. Then that's the time you should start planning about it. And I think you have to take your time. I, I, I decided that he's the guy kind of early stage in my life. But it doesn't mean that my pace is your pace. So maybe I decided at 28 and you decided at 40 or 50. And that's fine. So you have to take your pace. Once you're sure, then that's the time. Because it's a life it's a life-changing thing. I've seen a lot of couple who moved here and at the end of the day, they broke up. Most of the time, it's the kids that suffers, right? I guess it's really making sure that you want to have a life together in the long run. Because if not, what what would happen is you'll just ruin your entire life. You move to another country and then once you break up, you have to move again because, you know, something bad happened probably, right? Really deciding that 
you want to live a life with this person before moving together. Yeah. And I, I think um, once again, that goes back to what we just talked about. It's like, how do we know it's the right one? Um, I don't know about you, but for me, it's about like, do we respect each other? Have we built a good foundation, like a good structure? How did you know that this person was going to be the one? I don't know if that's a loaded question, but... Oh, because we've been together since we were very young. So practically speaking, the guy I said yes to when I was like teenager is a totally different guy from the man I married because he's evolving. So I guess it's, as I've mentioned, and I respect everyone's opinion, but I don't think there is a perfect guy or I don't think there's a perfect one. It, you were right when you said it's about respect. It's about, you know, trying to understand one another. So there is no perfect person. It's just how you get along. So during the how many years we've been together, I think it's 16. It, we're not together all the time. We broke up for like months, you know. But during those months that we're apart, we're still the best of friends. So whenever my husband is drunk he always used to tell everyone my wife is not just my wife my wife is my best friend my wife is my sister you know I, i'm 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 everything no i i wouldn't want that i'm i wouldn't want to say that i'm everything to him but that's for real like he's like my best friend he's my friend he's my he's my brother you know he he'll i know that he got my back no matter what so yeah you have to be you want to have someone who will listen to you no matter what like the who will make who'll talk sense to you if you're wrong but at the same time who'll really fight for you and with you even if you are wrong talking about this talking with the right person and having a conversation with them um any any tips for our listeners on how to bring up this topic with their significant other? Moving to a different, like when it comes to migration, right? It's a very big thing. So I wouldn't recommend like dropping it like a bump. So if you know that your partner you know, try to gauge because you'll know if you're in a relationship for a long time, you will definitely know what your partner wants or does not want. So that would affect how you would approach how you would approach him or her into this conversation. So if you know that he's kind of open, it's pretty easy. It depends on which country you're from. So basically, just try to just point out to him what's the positive things that you see like for me what breaks him after all those years that he's very sure that he wants to go back home are his kids so i told him who wouldn't want to go home i would i would want to grow old with my brothers and sisters you know with my parents so it's actually a sacrifice for me too but what do, why do i want this is because for my future kids so whatever your partner's goals in life are, just make sure you connect that to the reason why you wanted to move. I know that my husband would love a good life for his kids. So and that's the same thing that I want for mine. And I think Canada will provide us uh, provide that. So that's how I approach it. So 
just try to take it slow. Give some hints. And then once you think he's ready, then go into a serious conversation about it. It's something you can slowly give a hint while you're having a drink. Yes. But if you want to really talk about it, it has to be a serious conversation because it's going to affect your entire life. And if you are, you know, if you are not so sure yourself, don't be afraid to speak up to your husband. I mean, at the end of the day, your partner is your better half. So he or she will definitely understand why you wanted to move. If he or she does not, then take a uh, take a pause, take a break, and just breathe. You can reopen the topic again some other time. Sometimes the first time you talk about it is not the is not the best time. So, don't, if you if you like to get something, you have to be willing to pursue um, to get that right. I, I think uh, one thing you talked about earlier is that you really have to be patient. Um, the, the, you know, people talk about trusting the process eventually, if it's meant to be, it will, it will happen. Right. And I think a, a partner, you're correct. You said it really well. Um, if that person is your better half and if that person is the one they eventually will, um, understand not that they're going to you know they have their dream you have your dream but you you hit on correct good pain points where um it's something that you both connect it's not something that you want it's something that as you as a relationship you as a family you come together and that's your decision it's not really a compromise but it's like i think I hate the word compromise because it sounds like, oh, you lost, but it's, it's like, uh, it's like you're coming together as one and it's like a decision you're making together. That's important. Um, it's very important. And I think that's the basis of a relationship is going back to it. It's that respect. It's the patience. You're a team, right? You're a team and it has to be a team decision. Otherwise one person is going to resent the other and, you know, you, if one person doesn't want to come to Canada, they're going to be pissed their whole life, right? They're going to be angry their whole life. So so at the end of the day, bringing up a conversation, may it be not just migration stuff, you know, having kids, you know, there's a lot of stuff that sometimes feel a bit scary to open up. Just I think it's about timing. And it's about knowing that, as I've mentioned, your partner is your partner and you have to talk about everything, you know, the good, the bad and the ugly. And don't be scared to voice out stuffs. For me, I'm, I'm as I've mentioned in the beginning, the, the scariest thing for me is for a third party to come into play. Right. And I'm not scared into Speaking up about that, although, of course, I try not to be irritating. So there are some points that I would occasionally bring that up. Do you have a girl or, you know, just, you know, (laughs) kiddingly asking it. I know my husband. I know when he's not so sure about his answer. I know if he's very sure about his answer. You know, the wordings he use when you've been together for a long time, you'll know it. There will be some there would be some gestures, you know, some intonations into answers. So I guess um, it's very important to always bring up even the most, you know, the scariest uh, topic ahead. Because at the end of the day, 
It's better to talk about something, even if it's not yet the right time, rather than not speak about it at all. Because, you know, you just put it in your heart, like all those things that you want to speak about and you just keep it to yourself. At the end of the day, you will you will like burst and that's even worse. So, yeah, don't don't be afraid to speak up, but make sure that you take care of the words you say be be mindful of the words you use because once you said it you cannot take it back i've said myself a few harsh words while i'm still young i'll be very honest with that we started very young there there was a point where i got physical i think that's part of growing up and if he's the one he's the one so he'll be able you'll be able to figure out something together so just just don't be afraid to be yourself. That's a good, very, very good uh, way to end this. Anything you want to promote? So again, first off, I just wanted to thank you guys for inviting me to be a part of your podcast. It was an interesting experience. And if you guys want to learn more about us, um, you can uh, follow us on our Instagram. That's Joy FJRD. And subscribe on our YouTube channel. So that's Joy Fajardo, J-O-Y space F-A-J-A-R-D-O. So that's pretty much everything for me. Thank you so much, Keith. No problem. And for the listeners, we will have those links on our website for uh, the show notes for this episode. Uh, Thank you, Joy, again, for, for coming on here. Some really good tips. 